I just want to say I'm for the verdict. I'm not, I'm not condoning what the officers did. I think they got a little bit of, out of hand, of course. But listen, listen, no, listen. Okay, I'm telling you, we did not see the first 60 seconds of that video. We did not. No, no. Did you go? No, listen. The media, the media. Listen to me. Everybody. The media is our number one influencing agent. And that's all we saw was what the media decided to put up on that screen. And we are back. Roast Radio Podcast. This is uh, Coach T. DJ Airhorn, the same guy. Uh, here's another episode coming, man. Thank you for downloading us. I'm getting a lot of really good feedback. The numbers have like doubled at this point. It's a, it's a fucking movement. So do your part. Tell somebody. Tweeting's great. Social media stuff is great. Tagging us is great. Uh, but I want you talking about it because we're not just doing comedy. We're we're actually trying to create a discussion based around comedy. We're trying to take a look. At themes that everybody in society has to take a look at. Things that are real. Using a roast battle as a backdrop. Uh, last week we talked about race. And I got really good feedback on that. I really appreciate everyone who's listening. And I mean it. Like, Thank you for the download. But thank you for listening. You know, Not just like hearing the jokes. And you know. Fast forwarding through like how we set them up. But like listening. Trying to ingest the perspective that we're trying to explore. Um, last week we talked about race and I absolutely hate talking about race. It, the minute, the minute you try to have a conversation about race, it's going to go sideways. It's literally, it's, it's like telling your girl about it. Like if you got like a traditional chick and you try to tell like, yo, I really think that we, inter- we need to have an open relationship. Like nigga, it's over from there. If she's not with that, it's over from there. That's how I feel when it comes to talking about race. But today I want to like explore it differently, right? So if if we're gonna have a, a conversation about race, I don't want to say what everybody else is always saying, right? Which is you know white people are evil and and niggas are victims. That's hard for someone like me, me being the kind of black person that I am. It's hard for me to walk around thinking that a whole race of people or whatever a whole color of people are just better than me by default like i don't that's ugly i I don't like that at all so i have a lot to say about this subject and we'll get into that in a little bit but we're going to start off with the roast battle we're going way 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 back i think this battle is a 2017 battle uh it's a black guy from africa name is alfred kanua or kanua i believe it's kanua i don't want to disrespect his his last name alfred is a humongous black dude like fit like like help jesse smollett looking nigga like he african big tall buff but he sounds like a white guy he sounds like he went to private school and somebody really taught him how to communicate and that's just a characteristic that you need to have in order to understand the jokes. He's going against someone named Tim Gracial. Now, Tim Gracial looks like like Santa Claus if he dropped out of high school and 
got his GED. Like he's tall, grumpy looking, very racist looking, right? Like kind of what you would think about if you were thinking like hillbilly racist, like shoot a nigga for dating his daughter type vibe to him, right? And so this is the battle, right? It's almost like black versus white, which is which is cool. This is what we're trying to take a look at today. So in your in your brain, you got Alfred Kanua, who is in probably some of the best shape you could possibly be in. He's going to be going against a guy named Tim Gracial, who looks like a, a, a sloppy hillbilly. And we're going to pay attention to these jokes and we'll, we'll follow up on it. So let's stop fucking around and let's get right to it. Alfred versus Tim. Let's roast. I'm going to offer you. Let's just get to it. Uh, both these cats from Orange County. This guy has a, uh, he writes an article for WWE. Black dude. I love this cat. He's big. Make it up for Alfred Canoe, everybody. Thank you. Yes, good to see you. Good to see you. <laughs> How are you? Good, good, great, great. You and Coach T, have you guys uh, settled your differences yet? Yeah, I love Coach T. Give it up for Coach T, everybody. Best DJ in the world. Yeah. This is this is me on steroids. You're battling uh, Tim Gracial. Why are you doing this to the guy? Well, I just want to see him on this stage because, quite frankly, I'm getting tired of seeing him in my front lawn. <laughs> oh! That's a KKK joke, everybody. Wait till he gets Everybody, KKK. 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 Finally, your chant. <laughs> All right, let's let's meet the Yellow King. Make it loud for Tim Gracial, everybody. Coach! Oh, I love the Action Bronson reference. Coach T, you're a genius. Anyway. It's pretty dead on. Tim Racial, how are you? I'm good, and it's Gracial. Or oh. Grocial, technically, but whatever. Whatever it Gives is. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. This is like young O.J. Simpson against, like, probably touch somebody's kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody's son. Jesus Christ. Yeah, most likely. Uh, how are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, you look leaner. I don't know why. I mean, I mean yeah. <laughs> not anything Whatever. different. Uh, Alfred, why Alfred? I don't know. I just figured it'd be fun to do a little like Ken Burns Civil War roast battle. Oh! It's <laughs> a great era. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? All right, it's so one round is three jokes. Which one do you guys want to go first? Damn right. All right, let's do it. <laughs> let's roast. You can tell which Klansman Tim is by the spaghetti scenes on his sheets. Uh, Alfred looks like the only slave who sells himself on Etsy. Oh! I get it, I get it. Because I'm black on the outside, white on the inside. Tim's just mad because I'm the only Oreo he can't eat. Motherfucker, I look like I should be running the door over on the patio. You look like you should be shooting people on the patio. <sighs> now that is topical. <laughs> last joke, last joke. Tim's body says he blocks for Marshawn Lynch. His beard says he lynched Marshawn. <laughs> I 
You know what? That's true. I am fat, all right? And I'd be in as good a shape as you if I had to get here by swinging through the trees. Holy shit, this is really good. Uh, you know what? Let's do one more round. Since you went first, you're up this time. Let's roast! Alfred answers the age-old question, what if an Easter Island head was a person? <laughs> Tim drew a blank in each of his last two battles. So if my family is swinging from trees, how come you're the one who keeps choking? Ooh. That's a good joke. Hey, it's not his fault, all right? He only is allowed to get three-fifths of the laughs. <laughs> It's up to you guys then. Hey, if you like Alfred, make some sounds with your hands and mouth. Damn right. Tim Gray. <laughs> what are you doing? All right. Uh, fuck, man, that was close. Alfred. All right. Timothy. There you go. Well, well, Tim did do an extra joke. Uh, he so, did. I mean, so what you got? What you got? Give it to him. Tim looks like the plantation owner who couldn't catch a walkaway slave. <laughs> so, with that, it's a draw. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> One more time, Alfred, Tim. It's not unused, you ought to be loved by anyone. It's not unused, you ought to have fun with anyone. But when I see you hanging about... Don't cut. Change myself. Isn't it? Freestyle. That was a really strong black guy going against a really sloppy white guy the black guy sounded very proper and the white guy was you know he's a sloppy looking white guy um you guys notice how much more effective racial jokes are when they're directed towards black people and then when a black person tries to direct a racial joke towards a white person, it, it never hits the same. Why is that? Like, I don't have the answer. Just think about that because that's what we do. We want to make you think. Why is it way easier or why is there such a greater return for your investment when you direct racial energy, when you direct racist energy towards a black person in a roast battle? But when a black person directs racist energy towards a white person, it never hits the same. It never hits the same. Um, I don't like that. I'm okay with it for the roast battle, but I don't like what it says about society, kind of. Um, it always makes me feel uncomfortable. It's not something that I don't like, and therefore you're not supposed to like it. That's not, 
I don't get down like that. I'm just sharing with you how I experience the world. I am a black guy and I don't like that dynamic. And I could be wrong, but the way that I interpret the, the dynamic is people feel like they need to protect us. And so when someone's taking a shot at us for a racial reason and you're in the roast battle, it's like, oh, my God, you're doing something we're not allowed to do. We're taking a shot at a black person. We're only supposed to be protecting them. Therefore, it's funny and it's whatever. Also, it, in the reverse, when a black guy takes a shot at a white person for their for their race, people are like, that's really not even that funny. It, I could be wrong, but it almost reinforces some sort of like superiority complex right it's like we we are drawn to protecting minorities and i don't like that i know it's like i, I know it sounds crazy but i, I, I don't want to be protected because if i'm being protected it almost feels like i'm already perceived as limited and that's what makes the roast battle so fucking beautiful is that we don't protect no motherfucking body Right now, we, we all trying to, in this post-George Floyd era, we have heightened up our sensitivities. We have all these committees and all these, like, uh, businesses. And Aunt Jemima had to change day bottles. And, and uh, shit, I heard, hopefully it was a joke, but I heard, like, a sub sandwich. I think it was, like, Jimmy John's or, or something. They, they don't call it the BLT no more. They, they call it the BLM. Like, like, it just got really crazy because everyone was trying to protect everyone. And so what happened when everyone was trying to protect black people? Now it's like, oh, now we got to protect uh, Asian people. You know, there was really no Asian Heritage Month until everyone was trying to protect black people. And then there was a group of people that were like, well, now we got to protect Asians. And now we have to protect trans. And now we're just protecting everybody. But when you come to the roast battle, ain't nobody protected. Roast battle is the place where everyone is actually equal. So based on my observation, the cleanest path to racial equality is making sure that nobody is protected. And Roast Battle, you could you could be black, white, gay. We had dudes with with AIDS and we didn't give a fuck. You're like, oh, you got AIDS, nigga, you dirty dick motherfucker. That's the Roast Battle. You could be born. Joe Urell's born with cerebral palsy and nobody's trying to protect Joe Urell. It's, it's well documented that that his mother was an alcoholic and that probably has something to do with it. The guy's adopted. And I only know all of this stuff through the roast battle because people be clowning him. There's no protection for that guy, even though he can't even walk. And that's what makes the show safe is that there's no protection for all. The minute we start trying to protect one group and start picking winners and, and losers, then you start making it unsafe for everybody. So with that said, we're going to get into a whole nother battle. This is another old one. David Lucas versus Jacob Trimmer. 2017, 2018. The date escapes me right now. I want to look at this dynamic. Jacob's going to kill David. Spoiler alert. But Jacob is going to get a lot of credit for these racist jokes. You know how we say like women always do really good in a roast battle? Well, the other not well-kept secret is that black people do terrible in a roast battle. Some of it is on the black people. They don't be writing. They don't be preparing. They try to go off the dome. They try to use the personality. And yeah, I got you. But the other part of it is this. If you're a new comic, because Jacob, there's no disrespect to Jacob. He's a newer comic during this time. He ain't been telling jokes 10, 15 years. He gets the advantage of using race 
to perpetuate his material. His shit's going to kill. I'm just telling you right now. His shit's going to go out of control. But the reason why the crowd and maybe even you listening to it erupts or, or responds more is because you're instinctively thinking that you need to protect David. That's just something I want you guys to think about. What is more racist? The fact that you don't think he needs protection or the fact that you feel drawn to protect him? And if I was given a choice, I'd rather you not think that you want to protect me because it's like, who the fuck are you? But anyways, Rose Battle gives people um, who aren't very, you know, seasoned in joke telling. It gives them an advantage if they can be pitted against somebody who everyone feels needs protection. So there we go. Uh, Jacob Trimmer, David Lucas, Les Rose. All right. Hey, uh, this guy's on his third fucking battle in three weeks. Make it loud for the very funny Mr. David Lucas. Woo, fuck. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a boxing fight's about to happen in here. Shit. Shit. <laughs> Dave, what up, man? What it do, man? What People are afraid of you. Shit. Uh, you're battling Jacob Trimmer. Why Jacob? Uh, I'm from the South, so I like to battle rednecks. <laughs> I like, the right. battle, I like the battle motherfuckers that look like they voted for Trump. You know what Shit. I mean? Well, this guy's Jewish, but looks nothing like that. Make it loud for Jacob Trimmer, everybody. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know you Terrible. expected it to be a Raiders jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wrong lunch jersey. Uh... Why are you battling David Lucas, man? Everybody's afraid uh, of this motherfucker. Who doesn't want to see a battle between the inside and outside of a Cadbury egg? <laughs> That's out of season, that joke's really out of season. Uh, Saudi Prince, who do you like in this battle? Uh, I, I can't honestly like either one. I mean, you have American History Double XL going up against... Classic. That's a classic American History Double XL. Go, going, going up against heavy double Ds. So... Yes. Kimbo Extra Slices. Yes, yeah. I get that. Yeah. All right. All nigga wave. Who do you like in this one? Good answer. Strong answer. Fire Squad, who do you like? I mean, this is wonderful. It's proof that diabetes does not discriminate. Uh... Thank you, diabetes. Big mama, big mama, I always wanted to see Fat Albert battle one of his animators. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Golden Pony, what up, baby? Holy uh, shit. No, this is. I love both these guys. I'm fucking excited. Let's I'm excited fucking too. bring it on. Jeff, what do you like? Well, I mean, David, this is your third week in a row battling. Anybody, anytime somebody does that, that really shows that they're in a zone right now. I feel like that might be. I, I feel like you're gonna have to win decisively to beat a guy who's battled three weeks in a row. So this, this should be a bloodbath. I'm psyched about this one. 
Fuck yeah. All right. It's one round three jokes. Gentlemen, who wants to go first? I'll take it. Let's do it. Let's roast! Uh, it is a real honor to be roasting Patrice O'Nearly Funny. Uh, David, you look like the Michelin Man after a tire fire. Yeah, yeah, that shit was all right. Skinhead ass. This motherfucker looked like a prison chef. His signature dish is white supremacy souffle. Oh, that was uh, that was very funny. Jamar ate all his neighbors. Uh, David, it's a good thing your side chick calls you daddy because your real daughter never will. This motherfucker look like he pulled to the roast battle in a Budweiser 18-wheeler. This motherfucker smell like racism, Budweiser, and goat pussy. Oh, okay. Okay, great jokes, Kareem Abdul Jabarbecue. And they're, and they're all off the dome. Just imagine how funny you'd be if your owner taught you how to write. You should know because you look like you host clan rallies in the belly room. You look like Tyler Perry presents Hungry Hungry Hippos. This motherfucker goatee look like it's connected to his juggler. You cut his beard, the motherfucker will bleed out for 30 minutes. Okay, stick to your day job. No, 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 no more black jokes. God damn it. Jesus fucking Christ, man. No more of that shit. Two minutes. Jesus. Fuck. How many hot-ass black jokes do you have? Fuck that. No more. Shit. <laughs> it's, it's too good, but it's, uh, man, it's, it's fucking, ugh. No. Oh, nigga, wait, no. All right, one more. Go ahead. The wave wants it. The wave wants it. Yeah, the wave wants it. Okay. This show racist, dog. Thank you, Jamar. <laughs> Jacob. Jacob, you killed it tonight, man. That Thank was you. a funny performance. David, even, even, even when you're missing, you're stoic, dude. Nothing, everything literally bounces off you, man. So you're, you're, you're always a great opponent, man. And you're an easy target, and you take it well. You don't even let, you never laugh at jokes about you, right? Maybe one? They don't hurt at all. But anyway, that was so, so funny. You guys were a funny matchup. But I do think, uh, Jacob, you were uh, sensational, man. Great Thank jokes. You. 
Saudi Prince, so before I go to Mike, Saudi Prince, what did you think about this battle you just saw? The, this battle satisfied my deepest racist urges. Uh, yeah. I loved every second of it. It also answered the question for me of, uh, of uh, what would happen if uh, Bubba from uh, Forrest Gump didn't die and uh, got the shrimp boat and he then went up against Heisenberg in exile. Hold on, let me try another one. <laughs> Uh, how about Fra Frat Albert? Um, <laughs> Frat Albert? No, uh, Silo Beast. Silo Beast. No? Silo Beast? No? Okay. <laughs> Against Cock Dynasty. I've got so many. I've got so many. All right, Mike, what'd you think about I this? I think the Saudi prince worked late at his Uber job last night. <laughs> <time. laughs> the Saudi prince is fucking tired, man. Yeah. <laughs> What is it, Saudi? Is it the price of oil? It's stressing you out? Listen, <laughs> I've got poppers in my ass, and I heard that we're going to bomb North Korea. Shit is yeah, fucking crazy over here. Uh, you're, uh, you're sweating like crazy, bro. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, if, if this was any more of a fight between two monsters, we'd see Japanese people running in terror. Uh... <laughs> It was good. Um, David, I mean, I've seen you be really fucking funny, but I think I think Jacob was just so fucking prepared and on point, and the riffing just wasn't as good as his writing, so I got to give it to Jacob all the way. All right. Hey, audience, do you like David Lucas? Yeah. Or do you like racism? Yeah. It makes sense, dude. It's really good. Racism is fun sometimes. Hey, we go for Jacob Trimmer, everybody. Jacob Trimmer. Hug each other. Hug each other. Love each other. Great work. It's really good work. That's it for the battles this week. Uh, you know, we, we want to keep it short. I don't like that, like, you can't listen to the whole episode in like one sitting. So we try to make it short. This is not one of those podcasts where we need you for an hour, two hours. Like it's not that. Maybe we can get to that later. But right now we're just trying to just trying to make you think, trying to make you laugh and, and get you back to your day. Um, think about that, though. I, am I tripping because I don't want to be protected? Am I off with that? Like, like I feel capable, right? Like I feel like I could take care of myself. As, as easy as it was for Jacob to get on um, David, because, you know, David's fat and David's black, and all you had to do was just focus on those two things. Yeah, it's easier. I get that. But, fuck, David could have wrote a little bit better, right? And, and David can protect himself. That's the, the beauty of roast battle. Because no one's protected, everyone has the opportunity to protect themselves. And if you can protect yourself, that might be like the, uh, the ticket to happiness, knowing that you're capable of effectively responding to whatever the world has to bring to you. Um, and don't get stuck up on that media shit, bro. Like, don't, do, don't let them do that. Don't let them make you think that you're a good person because you walk around thinking everybody needs you. Don't be that guy. We out of here, man. A lovely episode. You're a lovely audience. Thanks for the download. We'll see you in seven days. I really want you to watch this because it's it's what you can do in the own in your own moment, your own small little 
world, right? Our own little personal world. At the top of the show tonight, I mentioned the moment that I noticed that I wanted to share with you. Well, take this, an instance of someone doing the right thing in the face of bigotry and ignorance, again, in the moment. I don't know if it'll change the people who he did it to, but they face consequences in the moment, and that's what people need to do. Pennsylvania rideshare driver James Bode, or Bodie, posting on Facebook an encounter he had with potential customers this weekend. The video has since gone viral. Watch. Hello. Hi. Right? Yeah. How are you? Yeah, you're like a white guy. What's that? Are you like a, a white guy? Excuse me? Are you like a normal guy? Like you speak English? Sorry. Sorry. No, you can get out of the car. I'm going to cancel a ride. That's inappropriate. What? It's completely inappropriate. If somebody was not white sitting in the seat, what would be the difference? Are you serious? She said, wow, you're a white guy. That's okay. I'm not going to take the ride. You guys can get out. Really? Yeah. Completely inappropriate. Oh, you're a It's all on camera, man. It's all on I camera. Punch you in the face. You're oh gonna threaten God. me. Yeah, assault. Yeah. Wow. Because you guys are racist. You're a yeah. No, no, I'm calling the cops on you, man. It's all on camera. It's all on camera. Rideshare company Lyft, responding to the video, says that they are incredibly grateful to James for instantly shutting down this hate and upholding our no-tolerance anti-discrimination policies. Our team has attempted to reach out to everyone seen in that clip. We have not heard back. At a time when hate in our country can seem overwhelming, it is good to remember there's always an opportunity to stand up and do the right thing. Call it what it is. 